We're mujeres on a mission. We are three mujeres that met in the immigrant rights movement. We are on a mission to share our experiences through popular education and share our perspective on the mainstream immigrant rights movement. Welcome to another Mujeres on a Mission podcast. Today we're going to talk about our community college experiences as undocumented women, how long it took us. We're going to discuss the stigma. So hope you'll like it. It's going to be more like a story time one. So grab your coffee, grab a snack, grab some hot cheetos. I don't know what you snack on with your coffee, but here we go. Or takis. If you're a taki type of person. Yeah. It should, that should be a meme. It's like there's two kinds of people. Hot cheeto people. And taki people. <laughs> Um, this is Fabi. This is Lupita. And I'm definitely a Taki person. So if you know me, love me. My birthday is December 24th. Send over the Takis. Um, so as you all have noticed, we're actually missing a mujer. Um, Itzel is taking a break uh, to focus on herself and her mental health. And um, if you all want to go ahead and support her, she has her Etsy that's open. It's uh, Crimson Wind. Crimson Wing Gallery. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll go ahead and put it at one as one of our Instagram posts uh, for y'all to check out her art. Her art is amazing. Yep. Like I'm waiting for payday so I can go ahead and and buy a painting from her. Um, because yeah. her her art is really amazing. It's really yeah. good, and like it shows like how many years she's been an artist and yeah. the work that she puts into it. Um, and so you know it's also important. And Lupita and I also needed a break for a little bit, so we took. We took some time off because, um, you know, it's important for mujeres mm-hmm. to take the time off that they need and that yep. they deserve. Uh, so, yep. But we're back. We're back, y'all. Can we play the the Cardi B song? Yeah, what? that's right. We're back. And then, what else? <laughs> I suck at doing this. Like, <laughs> you know when you, like, do it at home uh-huh. and then you're like, yeah, I'm all into it. And then you get to karaoke and you're like, I can't do it myself. <laughs> you're like, I'm I not. believe I can fly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so mm-hmm. you want to start us off, Mujer? Yeah, are we catching up first? Yes, we're catching okay. up first. So. so we're doing chelas and chisme, I guess. Yes. Yay. We should have a real, little thing that like, it's like an opening of chela. Yeah, I'm still playing around with our, um, <laughs> with our sound effects. For uh, sure. Haven't had time, but you know what? Second season, we're going to come back stronger. <laughs> sound effects and shit. It's like, y'all are the guinea pigs for this season, so thank uh, you. Season thank one, you. people, one through five, thank you so much for sticking it around. Y'all are real ones. When are we starting a new season? We have we, no we idea. We have no idea, but we're here, I guess. I don't know if we're catching up. What tell, have we been doing? Tell us. Tell I don't us know. all the cheese me. All what? the tea. I haven't been doing shit, you know? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I have, like, teachers that are, like, when, when like, we go on break, they're like, oh, what are you going to do with your break? And I'm like, I'm going to work. Right. That's yeah. what I've been doing. I just, I've been working. I have been bending more because, like, ideally that's what I would want to do for a living. So I've been mm-hmm. bending more. And it's been nice to, like, bend, so... I've just been watching Netflix and it's been fun, so yeah, that's what I've been doing. <laughs> been watching, yeah. I mean, I've been spending a lot of time with my family lately, mm-hmm. so a lot of time in Silverado, um, the land that I love. I always have to plug that in because nobody understands my love for Silverado except for the people that live in Silverado. <laughs> um, but yeah, 
That's good. Catch up. I don't know, man. I haven't had dick lately. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you can say that, right? Yeah. Uh, anything else that you're doing? Okay. I got a new tattoo, so yay. Wait, you didn't show it to me. I got this tattoo. It's like a flower oh, bouquet. Oh, okay. I have this one that is flower related that I like, got. You had another one that like was for your piano? Like yeah, yeah. Okay. Piano. Yeah, but I got tatted again. Fucking up my body even more. Yes. Making me less hireable. Less hireable. You know, that's the goal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, I got a new job. Yay! Um, I was having a little bit of issues with my previous job mm-hmm. and uh, you know it was it was time to fly and find another opportunity so this is also a thing for mujeres and I think my best friend said it super well sure. um, like Stephanie was like any mujeres really shouldn't have to put up with anything shitty and that includes uh, jobs Yeah. so not saying like shitty jobs uh, that that was a shitty job but it was just an uncomfortable situation yeah. but I got a new one so that's fingers crossed this one works out um anything else catching up my abuelita leaves next week mm-hmm. so i've been super blessed to have her come to the u.s uh she's here on a visa and my little brother is gonna go drop her off and i'm using my daca privilege uh to take them down to san isidro so Damn. it's um it's it sucks because I can't cross. And so yeah. you still feel like limited. For sure. Um, and we were trying to figure out who's going to take her and all this stuff. And I was like, if only I had, you know, <laughs> papers doesn't fix shit, but it definitely comes in handy a lot with family. And so, yeah. So do we want to talk about, do we want to talk about maybe like the Epaso shooting too? It was oh very. Oh my gosh. It's just so, so heartbreaking. Especially like, I'm not going to tell you like what store I work at, but I work retail. So, like, they shot up a Target, I mean, a Walmart, right? And just, like, working retail, like, those people become, like, your best friends. Mm-hmm. Some, even, some people, like, I had coworkers that, like, got a new job and everything, but they, like, stay, like, you know, this was, like, my second family for the time that I was working here. So I can only imagine, like, all all of the people working there you, and then you also have the regulars so it's like oh like all these people who were a part of your life and were there for a while are like no longer gonna be there yeah so it's just like really really tragic and then especially who did it and how like law enforcement handle it but i think like besides that I th- yeah. the part for me that was heartbreaking was the fact that he drove from dallas texas to El Paso, yeah. where it was it was reported on different news le- news outlets he drove from Dallas, Dallas, Texas to El Paso because mm-hmm. that had the biggest, like, immigrant population. Latinx population. And so uh, somebody from, I think her name was, like, Aguas, Aguatijera, something like that, put this thing up that was totally true. It was, like, our people are being, are being uh, hunted. Yeah. They're being caged, and then they're being disposed of, right? And so it just... You know, the just mass shootings in general are awful, but I think it shows what 45 has been putting yeah. out there. And that is like all this bigotry, all this hate, all this xenophobia around like undocumented or not even undocumented, but just immigrant people mm-hmm. in general. Um, and how that is now translating into people's lives. Like yeah. our people are literally being like hunted, caged and then disposed of. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, there was another gentleman that passed away in a detention center. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. I don't remember which detention center it was. Um, but our people are dying. Our people are being put in these really uncomfortable situations. And mm-hmm. our lives are at stake. And I think, like, every morning now that I wake up as a 
DACA slash undocumented person, like it just fucking sucks to have to like look at all of this stuff on the yeah. on the news. Um, so our you know I don't want to say thoughts and prayers, but our our energy goes out to the families sure. of the people that are affected, just because. They were also talking about how some folks in El Paso didn't want to go to hospitals because they were afraid that, like, some of the the folks that were wounded didn't want to go to a hospital yeah. because they were afraid that, like, immigration was going to come get them there. So that just shows you, like, a different level of, like, pain and suffering that yeah. our people are going through. Especially because I don't know if Border Patrol was there when they did the initial calls, but on the reports after, like, they were outside the mall. So it's like, imagine if they were there when they were running from the active shooter and they're like, oh, fuck, we're out. But then fucking Migra's right there. Yeah. So you're like, fuck, like all like the fucking dimensions to it. Like you can't just fucking get out because you're like, what, active shooter? Getting deported. Active shooter, you know, like yeah. you're in this weird ass fucking situation. Like a stone in a hard place or rock yeah. in a hard place. And it's just, it's so unnecessary. Like all those people didn't have to die. Mm-hmm. Like they didn't. Nope. And it's just like... It's like a four-month-old child yeah, was in there. Where we live now. And even at the garlic festival, too. Yeah. Like, there were little kids who, like, had their whole life ahead of them, you know? Yeah. And it's like, it ended because somebody just wanted to shoot up a place and kill a bunch of people of color. And he also targeted that mall because a lot of people from El Paso actually crossed over on the weekend to, mm-hmm. like, buy stuff, buy U.S. stuff. So that's why he went on, like, peak business rush hour at that time because in the weekend because that's when people come from El Paso oh and and it's like it's not an invasion because the people who actually cross and have the money to like buy shit are not gonna stay in in like yeah Paso like they're not they're gonna cross over from Juarez and then go back yeah but it was it was just like there's so many levels of of it all it's yeah. just so fucked up in so many ways. Oh yeah. Also, I went to San. I went to San Diego like two, three weeks ago for mm-hmm. a conference. Um, on a bond fund, bond fund conference. So, uh, I am a member of the Orange County Justice Fund. Um, and we do like bonds. Uh, for people that are in detention centers in Orange County. Um, and now we're doing it for people in detention centers, like from our like not that are in Orange County, but people from Orange County that are in detention centers. So if any of your folks are currently in detention and need money for bond, uh, definitely send us a DM so I can point you in the right direction. But I brought it up because I went to the border and I saw like how militarized everything is now. So I went to what is considered to be like Friendship Park. I went during the week so they couldn't let us in. But it it was just like on, on the U.S. side, Everything was just fucking dead. Like, we were one of the only people that were there. It was a group of, like, ten people. On the Mexico side, there was music. Mm-hmm. People were at the beach. People were, like, you know, like, touching the the, the fence. Because oh, I actually got to see the fence. And, like, they're taking pictures and stuff. And on the U.S. side, you can't even get close to the fence. Because there's another fence. So there's a double fence that's there. And then we went down to, like, next to the beach. And the minute that you went past, there's a border patrol agent, like, right there. And the minute that you went past, like, this little, it was, like, the caution tape that they use, that, like, police uses. So that's all they had at one point. You went anywhere close to that, they would beep the horn and then start driving down towards you. Oh, damn. Yeah. So, 
the, the border is just an ugly place to it's be. It's really And then they did the thing, like the artist collective or whatever. Did the, the seesaw? That's what they're called. I was like, the thing? Oh, yeah. Okay, good thing no, you the knew. Seesaws. But it's just like so, like. <sighs> it's kind of like, you know, it's it's amazing that people are bringing attention to the border. And, you know, mm. I guess thank you to the allies for doing that. But at the same time, I can tell you from the point of view of somebody that is constantly hearing about folks, um, being moved around detention centers yeah. like there's you can bring that type of artist artistry like somewhere um else. somewhere else to not only like highlight the border because right now everybody's paying a lot of attention to the border which is good and i just talked about my experience at it mm. um but then also like like there's so many more things that would be useful because i feel like that is just kind of putting a band-aid on it and then that yeah. same week was that whole thing of someone having a picnic and then, like, this oh, ally was, like, giving, like, tea or something to the Border Patrol agent, trying what to, like, the humanize fuck? them. So, again, like, it's it's appreciated to the allies that take the time to do that artist- artistry. But then when you saw the pictures of the seesaws, it was mostly, like, white mujeres that were the ones that were on the seesaws. Yeah. And, I mean, it's just what was uh, the point of it, yeah. really? Yeah, it's like those people that it's go trying to, to make the border and take pictures of, like little yeah. kids like white savior type yeah status. white savior type and i'm like like it was just and then ice babe and i'm like oh my god there, shit, so man. much shit so it is not even shit. like good helpful shit it's more like trying to make things pretty and trying to humanize it when we're constantly being dehumanized yeah. like like yeah like it's it's really nice to have a seesaw there but, but what it, yeah yeah, there's like no purpose because you can do, and then it's also like playing it safe, right? Because if you do a protest or an art protest mm-hmm. at an ICE detention center or at a private detention center, like you're asking for though. There was somebody that tried like going into a detention center. I I wasn't really sure about that whole news, but yeah, somebody did away. get did get they killed. Shot yeah. They shot him as he was trying to go into a detention center. Um, there's a lot of like asylum and like refugee folks that are in detention centers and this also like (sighs) the kid that got um that was detained the u.s citizen that was detained that lost like 20 something pounds he lost so much weight and it was like shower and he considered this u.s citizen knew that he was going to be able to get out and he considered voluntary departure because of the conditions (laughs) inside of the detention center voluntary departure like of they a US don't citizen. they dehumanize the shit out of you mm-hmm. and then they like they, this u.s citizen i mean at the end i you know he, he kind of knew he was gonna be able to get out and he considered voluntary departure because of uh, the conditions inside of detention this is disgusting so i guess this is a chelas and cheese man mixed in with an immigration rant because <laughs> we just needed to rant we just needed to rant <sighs> you're an ally hold it down you know I think, like, shit is going to keep hitting the wall oh, as we keep going through it the rest is. of the year. I would take like to take this moment for a public service announcement. <laughs> this happened to me when the whole thing with DACA. Yeah. And it was like, I had all these citizens calling me, texting me, being like, I feel so sad that this is happening to you. Oh, my God. And they were like, you know, they were crying and they were doing all this stuff with me. And I was like. You're like, I'm okay-ish. <laughs> Yeah, they were like, they were telling, they were putting their emotional shit yeah. on me. And I was like, wait, shouldn't it be the other way around, though? Mm-hmm. 
like shouldn't you really be the one that is asking me how i'm doing and holding it down for me because right now i'm having to hold you so i don't remember exactly like the exact language of my post but i was like dear dear allies (laughs) we're having a tough time right now so i would appreciate it that if you're gonna call me is because you're gonna tell me how you're gonna help the clinics that mm-hmm. I'm setting up and how you're going to help the shit that I'm trying to put together sure. for my people. Like, it's not because I'm going to take my time or my money and make you feel better. So, yeah, especially because I feel sometimes like also because I did most of my organizing in higher ed through the community college. And a lot of the times it was people who were formerly formerly undocumented. Mm-hmm. They had parents who were undocumented or they just wanted to help, mm-hmm. but they never asked students what they wanted. Yeah. So there was like a program and they never surveyed um, AB540 students or undocumented students on the, re- on the resources they would want. Yeah. And that's key. It's like you're going to have this resource for a group of people. Like you should survey that group of people to know what's up. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like it's like, what do you need? Do you need legal aid? Do you need money? Mm-hmm. All that stuff. So I think for me, it's like allies should really start asking undocumented people yep. how they can help and not think that they know how they can help because yeah. that's a big issue and that's how we end up with seesaws and tea at the board yeah <laughs> yeah so you know hold your undocumented people close we've had mm. terrorist attack yeah. now let's call it what it is it's it a is attack. a fucking terrorist attack um our hearts go out to the folks in ohio yeah. our fox our thoughts go out and our hearts go out to the folks at the garlic festival here in california um i think el paso hit me the hardest because that shit can happen anywhere yeah um constantly like afraid and allies come get your allies i mean we need a little bit we we love and appreciate the solidarity but we could use a little bit more action yeah we could use a little bit more like y'all holding it down versus us holding it down for you Mm -hmm. we're already holding down our communities we really don't need more work yeah um and with that, I'm going to put in a plug and just be like, I have an amazing, 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 amazing ally in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, Stephanie, if Shout you're out. hearing this, mujer. No, I mean, like, yeah. she holds shit down. Like, she, you know, when, when she knows we're having a tough time and when shit happens, she will take me to grab food. And if, if neither For one sure. of us has money, like, she'll come to my house and hold it down. And she will... I mean, she'll tell me she feels sad about stuff, but she asks me all the time how mm-hmm. I am feeling emotionally and if I can hold her. And I'm like, yeah, of course, Mohit. And then, you know, so find yourself allies like that. Mohit, make a book. I don't know. Do something. <laughs> do a scene. <laughs> yeah. Something. Come get your allies. <laughs> Show your allies how to ally. Yeah. Okay. Sure. All righty. Any other thoughts? No. No. Lupita's over here sitting like, this wasn't planned. <laughs> I like this though. It's in the fly. I like, I like it. We just went with it and it went cool places. Well, because, you know, it was something that we're not going to make our podcast until, like, until it come, comes back. It's not going to be very, un, like, immigrant oriented. But yeah. I think, like, some of the stuff had to be said. And yeah. the, the media is going to be portraying this person as a very, like, mentally challenged. Like not mentally challenged. As a, uh, he had, like, mental health issues. Like a lone wolf yeah shit like that and no yeah. let's call it what it is this yeah. white supremacist terrorist that came and terrorized a community and it was an act of terrorism mm-hmm. like that's that's what it is it's yeah. painted how it is okay go ahead take it away all righty so we're gonna talk about community college stuff yeah oh gosh 
I I loved being in community college. Mm-hmm. Like I am like really proud to say like I'm a prodigy of community <laughs> college. But I was there, I was there for like five years. Mm-hmm. So I started community college 2012, mm-hmm. and the semester that I started was the semester before they passed the California Dream Act. Yeah. So for a whole fucking semester, I like my parents had to pay like a thousand some shit dollars. And then it kind of sucked because they were like, they had to tell me that I couldn't be a full-time student because mm-hmm. I was, I was like, I want to get in, get out, go to a four-year, mm-hmm. get my doctorate in psych, in crim- what did I wanted to do? I wanted to be a forensic psychiatrist because I wanted to talk to serial killers. Nice. Yeah. I don't know if you know this, but I'm a really creepy person. But I'm just like a happy, creepy person anyway. Anyway, I like wanted to be like, get in, get out. I had like my life plan. So by the time I was 25, I was going to have a PhD. I was going to be working. That obviously didn't plan out, but it just kind of sucked how, like, my parents felt really bad that they didn't have the money so that I could be Mm full-time. And it also kind of sucked because, like, leading up to going to, like, community college, like, there wasn't financial aid, so, like, I already felt left out by the school system in that Mm -hmm. sense. And then coming and, like, really trying to pursue it, really, like, following it, and then, like, you get, like, stopped again. You Mm -hmm. hit another wall. So it kind of sucked for, like, the first, like, actual semester I was there because yeah. I couldn't be part of EOPS because the requirement was that you either had to qualify for FAFSA mm-hmm. or, like, California. It was mostly FAFSA, and then they added on, like, once they, you had the California Dream Act to do that. But it just kind of sucked how, like, I walked into the class and then, like, because I took a, a class before going in. So they were like, oh, like, you can't join EOPS. And it just kind of sucks because, like, it adds on because like being undocumented like you can't get and i and mm-hmm. i was undocumented before daca so it was like you had a lot you can't get your driver's license and i was like an added bonus yeah. <laughs> to it so yeah i like stayed a while longer because of that and then i i like started organizing mm-hmm. and then and then i went through a phase for a while where like i was gonna drop out of community college and like become a full-time organizer mm-hmm. and i'm kind of really happy that didn't work out <laughs> yeah. Because I would have been a bitter, a more bitter person than, <laughs> like, hi, hello. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I did, it took me a while to, like, figure out what I wanted, and then I settled in, like, Chicano studies, and I did get a lot of stigma, mm-hmm. because at first I was going to community college, and a lot of times people feel that, oh, you're going to community college because you didn't make it anywhere else. Like, you couldn't yeah. fucking get into anywhere else that you ended up in community college, mm-hmm. which is not true, like, overall, for all, like, the undocu- like the undocumented students that I talked to, regular students that I talked to, was people who literally didn't know what to do yeah. and didn't either, they didn't either want to be on debt mm-hmm. or they couldn't afford to move out to a college that they did get into. Yep. So I had to deal with, like, that stigma and then also, like, once I passed the two-year mark, I had to deal with the stigma of, like, why are you still here? Yep. Which sucked because the people that were asking it and, like, because there's people that, like, genuinely care and they're like, hey, how can we help you? Mm-hmm. Like, what's going on? Like, I had people like that. But then I also had people who also I knew they stay there longer and they'd be like, oh, what are you still doing here? Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, you're still here, too. Like, shit, like, what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, you know, <laughs> like, you're still here, too. Like, what do you mean? <laughs> But yeah, like you get that stigma and that and then I also noticed that for some teachers that stigma also follows them. Like yeah. I had a bomb ass like Chicano lit teacher y'all should take if you go to FC and they, she, they still teach Chicano oh, lit. FC stands FC. for? FC. 
Commun- Fullerton Community College. But if y'all go, you should take um Professor Reese's class because she legit cares. Like, but she sometimes would mention that like she'll go to teaching conferences and if like when they'll do the mixer kind of thing like she'll straight up have like teachers like other professors walk away from her once she started to tell people that like she taught at a community college mm. which sucks because it's like community college teachers need support too yes like it's the underbelly of higher education exactly but i to sum it up yeah i stay i stay there for like five years mm-hmm. and i'm happy i stayed there for five years i like didn't want to do psychology the only reason why i wanted to do psychology was that i like serial killers but I can still research serial killers. But yeah, I, I research serial killers and they're mostly white. Surprise, surprise. Yeah. But I really, like, I did it because also, like, when I joined the movement, being a dreamer was still pretty big. Like, I joined the movement after the cap and gown thing. So I, I, I missed out on that. We can burn them. We can burn them, Wait. yeah. <laughs> my mom will kill me <laughs> we can get a fake one we can order one she'll still kill me she'll still kill you okay never mind i'll just do it and like you'll just like oh, is there, i'll mom? pour i'll pour the uh what's it called like, <laughs> pour the, the lighter fluid, yeah, the lighter fluid. <laughs> but um so when i would tell people like i already had like this stigma of being a community college student. Mm-hmm. But when I would tell them, like, hey, I'm doing psychology, they'll be like, oh, my God, that's really nice. Like, it yeah. really pays well. Mm-hmm. And that also added to, like, the dreamer thing, right? Yeah. Because it was like, I'm a dreamer. Oh, my God. I'm a valid Victoria 4.0 GPA, which I wasn't. I, like, straight up was almost in, like, academic probation at one point. So, like, it just sucked because, like, I was organizing and I was like, yeah. oh, meeting all these people. And people really, like, took an interest of, like, me being a psych major. Mm-hmm. But then I was, like, it was all an act. Like, I was almost in academic probation. I almost lost my financial aid. I was sad as fuck. Yeah, I remember I was that. sad as fuck. <laughs> like, oh, my God. If any of you went to a town hall at Fullerton <laughs> and saw me, that was, like, the lowest I have ever been Is at. That, the, that was the time, that was the time like- you took a picture of me. Oh, but, but it was, like, the whole thing with that student that was, like, manhandled by... Yeah, like, by one of the campus safety people. We made it in Arco, y'all. Yeah, you know, <laughs> hey. That shit made it to Univision. Our threat made it on the article in the school newspaper, too. <laughs> the We're president. famous, y'all. We're famous. But, yeah, like, I was sad. Like, that day, I remember, I was, like, I had a really bad office, like, hour meeting with the teacher. Yeah. Because I think also you have to negotiate that a lot of teachers who aren't real allies, like, they'll think that because there's the stereotype of you wanting to be, like, this hardworking student, then they think that, and then they don't understand that you're going through shit, so they, like, she was, like, one of those teachers that, like, pushed you, but didn't understand how her privilege came into, like, her education differently than somebody who isn't as privileged as her. Yeah. So I had, like, this really bad, like, we were talking about my test score or something. And, like, I just started fucking crying. And then I cried in the bathroom, like, 30 minutes before we had to go to the town hall. And my high-functioning ass was like, I'll go. I'll just, I'll I'll just tell people I can't talk at the town hall. And I'll just lay on the fucking table. So I did hit, like, low points. But then I, like, once Trump got elected, I was like, fuck this. Like, I don't want to be this cookie-cutter person Mm -hmm. who is only partly me because that was like a thing about coming out of the shadows like I didn't want to be partly me because I'm always like I I used to give my coming out of the shadows story Mm -hmm. so I was like Lupita the U.S. citizen pretending kind of thing yeah so like I was be still pretending 
to be a good dreamer and like that wasn't me so after the elections i was like fuck this fuck everything and i like decided to like change to chicano studies Mm -hmm. because there's no undocu studies i still have to make that a thing so if y'all want to make that a thing with me let me know (laughs) We'll, we'll start we'll do the syllabus and everything but um i like switched my GPA went up. I, I was no longer in danger of being in academic probation. So, you know, maybe into a good dreamer after because, like, my GPA was up. <laughs> I, yeah, and I felt like at that time, it was a good time to transfer to. Yeah. So, like, I had a lot of support from the transfer center. I don't know if they listened to it, but, y'all, it took a village to help me transfer just because, like, all the little stuff you have to do. And they were, like, super helpful and nice. And they knew me because I always kicked it there. And, and I think some of those, those chairs have my butt imprinted in them because I just sat in there too long. <laughs> so if you sit on one of those chairs, maybe my butt was in there too. <laughs> but yeah, after that, I like got into Cal State Long Beach. I'm doing Chicano studies and I'm going to hit my senior year. So I'm like low-key, high-key scared because it's senior year and then you have to write a senior thesis. I'm like, that's scary. But yeah, it worked out. I still say I'm, like, really proud to be a community college student and that I stayed five years because I, like, I figured it out. Yeah. I felt the time when I transferred was, like, a good time. So, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. It had a happy ending after, like, three years of being depressed. So, hey. <laughs> I mean, that's that's definitely, that's definitely a thing. Yeah. I think, like, just the pressure of it. Also, like, both of us are first generation um college students and then it just yeah it sucks so i don't even remember how long i was in community college for i think also like five years yeah i think you were because you transferred like two Two years years before before me yeah but then i also took a year i call it a year gap but it was honestly just kind of me like dropping all my classes that semester (laughs) that killed my gpa Mm -hmm. like it was it was awful so I actually, I transferred two years before loops. Um, so I actually had to go through a year and a half without having oh, any um, any type of like tuition. So thankfully for me, my dad was actually super, like he's always been super supportive of my education. Um, and he paid for my tuition, but same thing. I told them it was full-time, but I knew that we didn't have the money to be able to make it full-time. So I had to also do part-time school for a while. I was working um, at an office and, you know, just trying to make some money to buy my books. I'm a biology major or was a biology major. So one fucking book was like $300. So uh, I got creative. Um, You know, it's... I, to this day, still say that I am a liberal's, like, dream. Um, (laughs) I am the first person in my family to go to college. Mm -hmm. I played orchestra in high school. I did all this shit in high school. And then um, in college, I, you know, the first couple years were really good just because I was hustling. I was trying to get my shit together. I wasn't into organizing. Um, And so... You know, like I, I did a lot of really amazing research and met a lot of really amazing people um, and I finished it. But I had to drive around without a driver's license oh, uh, for like four or five years before actually getting one. Um, 
I again I did I did tutoring I worked in an office I did as many things as I could to not feel so much like a load to my family again like my dad my mom have always been amazing at supporting my education but there came a time when they really didn't have very much money either and then my little brother graduated um I think it was like two years after I did um and so once I started organizing I think that's kind of when my family lost it because I when I started organizing um I had actually you know I started getting really into the movement and I stopped paying so much attention to my studies um and again it's a lot of shit with Stephanie but she when she met me she was like stop dropping classes for organizing and I was I was doing uh deportation defense I was doing all these things and I wasn't paying enough attention to school um I think like you know, when I actually hit that point where I wasn't paying attention to school was because I had a teacher um, that wanted to help me do a research. Uh, or there was a research opportunity at UCI uh, going from community, from my community college. And she was like, you'd be great for this. Like, I know you love it. I know you love this. I know you love that. Um, and so she gave me the application and I was really excited. I went home. I talked to my family about it. And back then I didn't have DACA. So um, I fill out my application and I left the thing with the social security mm-hmm. number blank. And I took it to the teacher and she was like, oh, you forgot this part. And that's when I was kind of like, we got to talk. <laughs> You're like, I don't got that part. <laughs> yeah. I was like, you know, like I'm a, I'm a, a AB540 student. And I feel like I always say that because it leaves things very vague oh yeah because it you're not fully telling people you're undocumented you're kind of just telling them oh yeah it's because i'm maybe 540 and she was like okay but what does that mean (laughs) and i was like fuck this is prior movement okay this is when i was ashamed of being undocumented or not prior movement but this is like when i was new to the movement i was still ashamed of being undocumented Mm -hmm. it was still something hard for me to talk about um and so i was just kind of like well, you know, it means that I'm undocumented. Like, I don't have legal status here. She was like, okay, we'll figure it out. She turned in my application. Turns out that the research was actually federally funded. And so she came back and was like, hey, you know, and there was a stipend attached to it. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, she's like, hey, you know, they kind of said that you need this. And I was like, okay, well, you know what? Don't even give me the money. Like, tell them that I will take the opportunity without getting paid just let me do the research. And so she went back and then they told her no. And she had to come back in that day. And my little 1994 Honda Accord, I broke the shit down. And I was like, she, like in the classroom, she saw that my ear, eyes were really teary. Mm-hmm. And she was like, I'm so sorry. I wish I could do more. Um, and she looked for other research opportunities. But a lot of the research for like bio majors or at least back then was very was federally funded unless you could find something that was privately funded um and then even then like sometimes it's even hard to get into those and so that kind of for me showed me but now that I think about it it's kind of one of these things of like we try so hard to look for opportunities we'll even do shit for free yeah just to be able to get our foot in the door so you know like it was a lot of that day for me was like I hate this I hate being undocumented. This is the like the worst thing ever. It just really sucks. And then that's kind of where it hits me how much of a, of a disadvantage I was compared to my classmates. Mm-hmm. So that put me back a little bit. I got into organizing. 
I started dropping classes. <laughs> um, I had a pretty good grade point average. Um, again, the the main focus in my family has always been education. Um, they've always been very like you know like education oriented. My grandma, my aunts, my mom, my dad. Um, and so now I was finally able to transfer out like one or two years ago. Mm-hmm. Two years ago. One year ago. Yeah, because I transferred. I think we transferred at the same. No, no I transferred. You transferred a year before me. Oh, no, you took a leap year. Yeah, so but I did transfer a year. No, I, tra- I transferred the year before you. Oh, okay. Yeah, but then I took that time off. Ah. Um. I started school. I started going to a four-year. Uh, it's private, so I don't feel comfortable talking yeah. about it on air just because I also went in there on a scholarship and I would like to keep it. <laughs> uh, thank you, white people, for giving me my scholarship. Um, <laughs> I am a bio major, so I ended up with an associate's in science in biology, chemi- chemistry, uh, math, and paralegal studies. Oh, nice. um, so I've always loved school. Um I don't know what else. That's kind of it. You know, it just kind of... My community college experience was very similar to Lupita's. But again, like, I have said this so many times. um, But I wanted to go to medical school. I know it's possible. I know undocumented people have gotten there. Mm -hmm. But I think, like, it didn't quite fit in with my timeline. And I didn't have the resources at my disposal. Or maybe I was too lazy to look for them. But it was just hard, right? Knowing that... My family didn't have the money to send me. Um, And even looking through um, medical schools, how they would be like, you know, like, you know, if you're like a DACA recipient or you're undocumented, like we're going to put you to the end of the line. And if there are spots available after we've let everybody else in, then we'll let you in. So I guess cheers to the folks that are undocumented have made it to law school. I think there's only been two in California that have been able to do that. So, you know, y'all are amazing and props. They're also from the Bay. There's some Bay Area privilege up in there. Um, call me out if there isn't. But I am now uh, getting ready to finish off uh, at my four-year and go to law school. My heart has always been in medicine. I think Lupita can tell, like, if she looks behind her, there's so many, like, yeah, doctor books and so many things and I took an anatomy class in community college and we were able to dissect um not dissect we were it was like a an anatomy class Mm -hmm. and we were able to do um what's it called I think it is dissection no there's a no it's a we were able to work with a cadaver with an actual Mm -hmm. cadaver and it was the most amazing experience of my life like I had so much fun and the professor needed help afterwards and so I would go in there and help him out um but that was like my happy place like you know working directly with the human humans were dead um but nonetheless like I learned so much I learned how to do um you know a lot of like just work like separate skin from muscle um and just learn about the human body and the professor actually like gave me that opportunity because he he saw how much I enjoyed it um my dad refused to hug me when I got home though yeah he's like well is muerto he smelled like death and go take a shower um but it was amazing and I my heart and my love is with biology because it's 
what drives me. I love learning about the human body. It's the most beautiful thing or portion or part that was created in the universe. And I hate the taboos around the human body, but I, I honestly think it's the most beautiful I held a human heart in my hands and I cried. And the professor was like, are you okay? And I'm like wiping away my tears. I was like, yes, I'm fine. (laughs) Yeah, I wanted to be a cardiothoracic surgeon. So that's always been like my goal and I love it. And I had an amazing professor um, in high school who actually showed us a video um, and took me in to see an actual like procedure happening. And it was amazing my mind was blown and it was so beautiful so that's my my community college spiel i'm not going to law school so for all your attorney needs uh give me like three and a half four years (laughs) and i should be able to help y'all and then once i marry someone and get papers now (laughs) no but once i'm you know Medical school is not completely out the door. We'll see what happens we'll in the see. future. I don't know. But any um ally down? I'm down. Vegas, me and you. <laughs> CBP gets a hold of this taping, deports me. Um, she get married by Elvis. I'm down. Girl. Elvis. Me, you, two citizens, <laughs> Vegas. <laughs> Elvis. Hashtag. Hashtag. We got to bring back the hashtag citizen for me. Oh my gosh, I remember that shit. Okay, uh, not to get picky, but if the citizen keeps constantly saying, I'm here to save you, deal's done. I'm not doing that shit. <laughs> my ex was very like, I'm here, I'm going to save you. I'm going to protect you. Though. And I was like, I don't need saving though, I just need papers. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Like, I'll save myself, please, thank you. <laughs> exactly. The fuck? I've gotten this far. No man. Exactly. We made it this far. No man. No man. Oh my god. So. I love. I don't know. I love community college so much that I want to come back and teach at FC. Yes. So if you see an application, because I'm I'm gonna take a year off, so probably it'll take like a while for me to get a PhD slash masters. But when you see it, yeah, y'all better hire me. I'm just kidding. Be like. <laughs> please and then i'll work for fabi's i'll be the, the receptionist in your office because community college teachers don't get paid that much <laughs> i'm gonna need to side hire you know i was talking to my mom and my co-worker the other day my co-workers are or my co-worker co-workers there's two at the firm three that are amazing and i was like hey girl i go to law school you go to paralegal school bam and then i Keep convincing my mom to do the same thing. So, mm. hey, girl. It's always good to learn about the law, for sure. We don't have a receptionist at my my future law firm, so you got the job. Yay! No need to interview. <laughs> You're like, just show up. Just show up. <laughs> we'll figure it out once we get there. Yeah. You're my receptionist. My sister's my legal assistant while she's going to college. Oh, it works out. It works yeah. out pretty good. My dad gonna be the bouncer <laughs> you're gonna have a bouncer <laughs> oh wow fans hey you're in now <laughs> that's fancy it's a it's a law firm during the day a fucking nightclub at night we're like what the restaurants do that we'll just like yeah. move the tables <laughs> we're just well, constantly moving the tables 
the desks, the reception area. I'm like, it's okay. Where can we fit the DJ? <laughs> the reception area can double as a bar. There you go. Bam. Lupita, receptionist slash bartender. I need to get a bartending license, though. <laughs> Girl, you have three and a half to four years. You're good. I'm like, I need to get the PhD slash bartender license. <laughs> I'm like, I just do hard liquor. <laughs> No, seriously, I just like, I like hard work. <laughs> so, anything yeah. else, Mujer? Community College. So, our website will hopefully be up. I know we keep promising that. I keep promising that. I lag it. Um, <laughs> uh, but we should have some resources up there yeah. for undocumented citizen um, people. And, yeah. and we are also working on, because I only know there's like a, because I did research on it, and there's only like a couple of states that offer in-state tuition. Yeah. So we're like, I'm going to do a little sheet on what to do when you need to fund mm-hmm. your college education. Because I know we're like really fucking fortunate that like, yeah, it's yeah. like somewhat financially, but we get some kind. Yeah. There's states that like fucking don't. Like nothing. And then they make people pay like yeah. international student fees. So we'll, we'll have one of those on how to hustle it. Yeah. For school. Yeah, girl, I've funded so much shit out of just working at 9 to 5. Yeah. Or 9 to 6. 9 to 6. You're like, that extra hour. <laughs> That's my lunch hour that I don't <laughs> like get paid They for. don't count it. They're like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. But I really like community college. Mm-hmm. For sure. Highly recommend. Especially if you don't want to get into debt either. Yeah. I have friends who, like, went to a four-year, like, straight out of high school, and they're in so much debt. Like, they haven't paid it off, and it's been years. And it just grows. So, I'm debt-free. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> so, every time someone fucking tells me that I spent five years in community college, I'm going to be like, how much is your debt, though? Because I ain't got none. <laughs> yeah. I still don't have any. I'll probably get some when I go to grad school. But, you know. Well, even then, like, um, Lis- Lisbeth Mateo, she's an attorney. I believe she graduated with no debt. There's a couple other folks that I've heard that have graduated and they're like attorneys or some mm. stuff like that. And they're not like they've been able to graduate debt free. But that also means that like quite contrary to their like citizen counterparts, they had to hustle the shit out oh, of like work do. under the table and stuff because it's, some law schools don't allow you to work uh like fuck? more than part-time while you're going to law school so some of them i mean they were already working under their table because they're on top that's what we do that's what we do <laughs> but they also they were voted graduate debt-free and that's kind of yeah same i don't i don't know any money i've yeah. like most of my shit has been paid for and right now that i'm having to pay part tuition like it's i don't have any debt i yeah, hustle I the shit out of my nine to six and then i pay i pay for school so yeah, yeah. But that's a good comeback. We need to come up with a couple more. Yeah, but we that's, do. that's a good one. Be like, how much are you in debt, though? You know how there's, like, undocumented pickup lines? Oh, my God. We should be, like, we should have, like, this, like, like bitter illegal lines. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now that it's cool to use illegal. The movement has come so far. I know. <laughs> At first, it was, like, don't call me illegal because it makes me feel sad. But now we're well, like, fuck the dreamer shit. I think, it, yeah. I think it depends, though, because, like, if I still, if anybody calls my mom illegal, it still makes her feel bad. But so it's I different think, when, like, you are calling yourself Yeah. That, so, and you see that as a way to empower yourself than somebody mm-hmm. calling somebody else that. So any of y'all fucking citizens come up to me and call me illegal, I will I will give you some spiel. But, yeah, it's, it's definitely, like, again, like, calling, like, I'm, 
my friend and I call each other like not bitch, but we we use like bitch or we use like mm-hmm. stuff like that. But that's us taking over, um, like language that has been used to put us sure. down. So yeah, we're the yeah. illegals you've been scared of. <laughs> no, but I mean, like we wanna. <laughs> We want to to talk a little bit more to y'all, make this a two-way conversation. So yeah. if you have a story that you want to share, your community college story, um, I know we're not big enough to have like, you know, like 10, but if there's one lonely undocu person out there that would like to send us, you know, record yourself or just your voice and your community, community college yeah. experience, we would love to have that um, on our podcast. We can't pay y'all yet because... But we'll shout you out on, if you give us your IG and shit, we'll shout you out yeah. there. Yeah. And again, we can't pay you because we haven't finished paying off I'm like, the- dude, this shit is like we haven't self-funded. Finished, we haven't finished paying off the mic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're, we're self-funded, so. <laughs> also, we might get a Venmo. Who knows when, but eventually. Eventually, we will have some we'll money. Have a but yeah, if you don't, if y'all want to do it, especially if you're from like, if you know of other people who are from other states and like mm-hmm. they want to share how they hustle, let us know. We wanna, we wanna share that. Yeah, we wanna highlight folks, and it's not just like undocu people, right? Like you know, citizens, residents sometimes have a hard time getting through school too. Yeah. So, send us your your stories. Uh, send us some stuff. Um, not like actual stuff. Send us some intellectual property stuff. You know, my regular properties. <laughs> I mean. Are you trying to say, like, don't send us nudes? <laughs> no. <laughs> that sounded like to me. I'm like, okay. No, I mean, yeah, no. Dick pics are not appreciated. Um, yeah. She just got awkward. <laughs> no, but send us um your stories. Send us a shout out. Send us what you want us to talk about. Sure. Send us all this stuff. You want to join us? Come in and join us. We are actually thinking of having some interviews, right? Yeah, Lupita? we are. So we'll we'll let you know with updates later. Yeah, but we want to engage more mujeres. This is a mujer for mujeres by mujeres. Men are welcome to listen to. Um, mujeres, drop us your Venmo so we can tell the men um, <laughs> to give us money. Give us money. No. So we want to make it more engaging. Yeah, for sure. Especially because, like, people have, like, different perspectives to share. Yeah. And stuff like, like, we haven't gone through, but they have. So that's always good. Yeah. That way they don't think we're just the generic, stereotypical. Angry feminist mujeres. Well, I'm angry. I am so pissed. I'm still I'm angry and bitter. Angry, bitter, illegal mujeres. Just make a button. I'm like, feel my anger and bitterness. <laughs> Welcome to the movement. <laughs> oh, hi, welcome. This is where we left. <laughs> yes. And why yeah. we left some toxic men behind. Yes. Bye, that. Yes. So. Um, yeah, thank you for listening. Yeah, thank you for listening and having this conversation with us. It looks like we're not going to have to edit anything. Yay! So we should have it ready to go. Um in the hang of it. We are. But you know, like, I feel like we, I, I it sounds based on, you know, kind of like the, the, um, the stuff that we get back, um, like the, not the feedback, because none of y'all talk to us, um, but more <laughs> of like the, what are they called, Muhit? Like the, um the stats the statistics mm-hmm. that we get back from uh 
from the place where we uploaded. Oh, we did. <laughs> I was spacing out. We have SoundCloud, Spotify, there you go. SoundCloud, and but SoundCloud iPod, brings iPod. iPod. What's the iPod? It's not iPod. Apple Podcast. Um, but based on all those, like we the the shorter ones that have more to do, like a conversation will get to y'all enjoy them a little bit better. So yeah. we also need feedback. Please send us feedback. We are asking for free feedback again because we can't pay y'all okay. yet. But we'll just shout be you like, out if you yes. want to shout out. And if you have an Etsy, if you're a mujer or a mujer identifying person and you have an Etsy or you have um like a like a like artistic page mm-hmm. or anywhere would you where you would like following um our, <laughs> have you seen we, that we would let our our 58 followers know 50 yeah but then that we have have you seen that meme that is like my one follower that likes everything oh i my do God, yes thank yes. you to those thank, thank you. you to those thank so we you. will let that like <laughs> loyal follower know to go check out your stuff yes. and follow you and follow you yeah mm-hmm. So, thank you, thank you for listening to us. Lupita's like, when is this bitch going to stop? Right. <laughs> uh, thank you so much for listening to us. You have listened to Mujeres on a Mission. This is Fabi. This is Lupita. Stay hydrated because it's like 100 out. Yes. Public service announcement. Public <laughs> um, And again, keep Itali in your thoughts. Send her good energy. Send her healing vibes. And... Thank you so much for joining us and we will see you again next month. Bye. Bye. I should Libre como el aire que respiro, libre como la suerte en tu camino, libre. Yo libre sobrevivo, sonido clandestino, libre mis cinco sentidos. Que mueve los hilos de esta muñeca rota. Quien quiso coser mi boca si yo soy la otra, la que te provoca, tiro porque me toca. Leyes, justicia, chuma bola loca. Vivo a mi manera, yo sálvese quien pueda. De la calle, guerrilla callejera, rompe tus cadenas y sin mirar fronteras, seguiremos en lucha, quieras o no quieras, cuidado con las fieras, que tenemos hambre, la vida en el alambre, aviso correrá la sangre, quién es el culpable de este puto sistema, a la quema, quema, suena la sirena. Eh?